Hi, welcome to Marketing Framework for Success. My name is Zanu and uh, thank you for hanging out with me today. Today's episode goes out to all those entrepreneurs who are consultants or coaches that are hosting webinars but are struggling to make an impact or have it lead to a sale. So webinars are all the craze. You'll find every topic under the sun in some corner of the internet, and it's become even more prevalent, especially since COVID hit. Um, it is great for your business, and it can be a great lead magnet to increase your list. However, um, webinars can be a bit tricky because, you know, on one hand, you're trying to teach, but you're also hoping that the person that is listening will be convinced to either buy a program or will want to learn more in the future. So how do you find that balance? How do you get them to listen and consider buying your solution? And that's why I decided to um, create content for today's um, episode. So over the years, I've been helping coaches, companies, run webinars, um, sell webinars, promote webinars. And I've learned a lot of lessons learned. And I've learned a lot of um, strategies from sales and marketing gurus who are pros at webinars and selling at webinars. So I'm going to share all those secrets with you. You know, anyone can put a webinar together, but there is an art to putting one that will give you a winning solution. So I'm not sure what side of the sphere you're on. Um, a lot of consultants will teach and give away a lot of great content, but are afraid to ask for a sale. Or they'll be on the other side where they offer content, but then it's a hard pitch. And both of these strategies are never a good idea. So I'm gonna give you five core elements of a webinar that will not only provide value, but will also give you the opportunity to win a sale. You know, I've, um, you know, I've seen coaches do a webinar and it completely bombs, you know, not enough people show up or the content doesn't hit the pain points or it's just not relevant. And we don't want to be doing that, right? We want to be creating a webinar that, um, that provides value. So the first step is set the scene. Really good hosts know how to set the scene. And what this means is that you are creating the conditions as to why the problem is there and why it's important. One example of setting the scene is by telling your personal backstory if a product was created from your experience. So I've worked with um, a consultant who shares his backstory all the time where you know he was working too many hours wasn't able to see his family and that story really resonated with his target audience who are contractors you know contractors are notorious for working too many hours and struggling with work-life balance and by sharing his personal story he was able to build a relationship with his audience and also inspire them to listen and really care about what he has to say. Another example is to set the scene by addressing market situations. So for example, um, small businesses are digitalizing 
their stores because they no longer can do the storefront, right, due to COVID. And in order for them to survive, they have to go digital. And um, that's a market situation. And if you present that, then that audience who is an entrepreneur is going to listen, right? And they're going to care about what you have to say. Another example is talk about current affairs, you know, what's impacting them right now. Um, if you are selling a solution for kids, um, the current affair right now is that a lot of kids are working from home. And if you can provide a solution where their kids can be interactive and still learn, then you're going to get their attention. So setting the scene is really important. It's really going to help you um, bring the attention to the problem that you are trying to solve. The second step is to amplify the problem through emotions. This is where you want to highlight the consequences and benefits. Um, really hit home the fears, the frustrations, wants, and aspirations of your audience. Um, this will help heighten emotions and guide your audience on that journey towards a solution. You know, emotions are an important part of that buyer and seller relationship. And if you can get step two right, then your prospects will exhibit less price sensitivity and will have an emotional connection to your strategy. You know, how many times have we bought something because it aroused an emotional reaction? So really think about um, what emotions that you want to heighten during the webinar. Um, this is going to be your second step and um, it's going to be critical because you know you want to be able to um, get your audience kind of excited about what you're going to be presenting the third step is share the content that you want to teach but also sell them the solution through narrative case studies this is such a brilliant way to bring home um, the value of what you're trying to sell. This will help bring the content back to the prospect's world. It's a really important part that you choreograph it into your content. You really want to be paying attention to this. Um, your audience in the webinar are most likely asking two questions to themselves. Was it in for me? And show me the proof. And narrative case studies are great because that's what they do. They show the proof. Um, you know, you're presenting the challenge, the solution, the outcome, and hopefully you'll end up capturing like a light bulb moment where a flash goes off in their mind that, yes, this makes sense. Yes, this solution is what I need. Um, you don't have to jam your webinar with countless case studies, but ones that really highlight the gain um, of your solution so narrative case studies pay attention to it if you do need help in creating a narrative case study the best way to think about it is um, you are telling a story you know you are profiling a real person you are highlighting an issue and you're also telling the audience why it happened and what was that epiphany moment where that person realized the change was required in order to really overcome whatever problem they were facing? 
And you really want to also highlight uh, what are the alternative paths that were presented to them and what was the ultimate um, choice that they made that led to a successful resolution. So, um, yeah, I hope this is helpful. Narrow studies are great. Take the time to um, think about one for your future webinars. The fourth step is make your webinars interactive. Um, Include polls, ask questions, um, engage your audience. And when you do that, you're going to bring a lot of value to your webinar. And it's going to open up opportunities to connect and encourage your audience to learn more about what you're trying to teach. Webinars without polls and questions just feels like a lot of talking and you'll end up losing your audience probably halfway through because they've just kind of lost interest. They've got distracted with something else. But having polls, questions um, will bring them back and it will really emphasize that you have a solution to the problem that they're trying to um, resolve. So make it interactive. Um, It's going to also give you the opportunity to um, sound more passionate about your topic. Have you noticed that when you start talking to somebody and um, when they're engaged, you just develop more of an energy. Um, You develop more of a relationship. It just makes the whole experience so much more better. So include polls and questions and interaction into your webinar. The fifth step is to help them visualize the road ahead. This is where you really are bringing everything that you've said in your webinar to this last point that, you know, this is the road ahead for you. And there are two alternative roads. One is you stick to what you are doing right now. And if you do that, then you're going to get the same results. Is that what you want? The second road is the road that you are um, you have been presenting through your webinar, and you know that road is going to be a lot more easier because you have the solution to make it better. That roadmap that you provide should be your unique selling proposition, your USP. You want to be creating contrast between the two roads. Um, and when I say creating contrast is just letting them know that one is a downside way to go and the other one is the upside. And what's going to happen is when you stretch that gap, your audience will start to see the value and ultimately lead to change towards your solution. So make sure you... Um, Take a couple of minutes to get that last point across to them. Um, This is going to be your last chance to really change their mind. So now that we've identified the five steps to creating a high converting webinar, you now have the knowledge to design a webinar that will not only connect with your audience, but feel authentic. I mean, Yes, there are parts where you are choreographing it, but um, in order to convince your audience to change, you do need to have that in there and also help them understand your unique merit of your solution. So that's okay. 
but um, you know, with the polls and the story, it is going to feel authentic. So I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Um, I really enjoyed sharing and message me if you have any questions or if you want to share a comment. Um, yeah, so thank you so much and uh, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now.